If you are a veteran and have filed a VA disability claim, have been denied, have received a low rating, or you're unsure of how to get started, reach out to us. Go to DocOnTheRoad.com, linked in our show notes, and take advantage of a free VA claims discovery call. Learn what you've been missing so you can finally get the disability rating and compensation you deserve. Hello, my brothers and sisters in the uniform. Yes, it's time for Doc on the Road. We were going to go ahead and start with a brand new season. We got an awesome topic for you today and an awesome superstar here at VA Claims Insider that's going to help us through this. We have Coach Daryl McDonald. We call him D-Mac. This guy is an expert on the whole process of how this works not to mention many other areas. So first, I'd like to go ahead and welcome D-Mac in. Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. It's a pleasure to be here. That's cool, man. I appreciate you coming. Now, as everybody goes through the process, there's always a couple of things that kind of trips people up or they don't understand the process and stuff like that. What I wanted to do today with you is actually let's walk straight through the process. So let's say I just submitted my claim. What happens after that? Right on. So no matter how you submit your claim, whether you do a quick submit or you do a 526EZ online or an HLR online, or even if you fax your claim in, your claim is going to go to Janesville, Wisconsin. All right. And Janesville, Wisconsin will take your information and they will upload that into the system the VA uses called VBMS or Veterans Benefit Management System. All right. So when it loads it into that system, and once it all gets loaded up, it goes up into the cloud, it gets stored up there for a little while. So the cloud is called the National Work Queue. All right. So as stations need work, you have to view it as like buckets. There are buckets. So the National Work Queue is this big bucket. Okay. And then as stations need work in their buckets, the National Work Queue will dump work into their buckets. Okay. And it all depends on what type of work they need. So they may need a lot of new claims or some supplemental claims. Those claims are what is dropped into the bucket, okay? And then as VSRs, the veteran service representatives, or the RVSR, the rating veteran service representatives, need work in their bucket, then the station bucket dumps into their bucket. So it's a pretty simple concept. I was really surprised when the VA came out with it. It allows for stations that are working quickly on their claims for their rating specialists to get more work. With the national work queue, though, it's just that. It's a national work queue. So you could live, quite frankly, you could live in a state like Iowa, and your claim could literally be worked anywhere in the United States at any one of the regional offices in the United States. So it all just depends on who needs work and when they need work. That's awesome. I actually like the idea of how you put that, the bucket, because I can actually, now that I've learned a little bit about it by listening to you talk about this, I can see all kinds of buckets going in all kinds of different directions right. and all that kind of stuff. And one dipping out, going into another one. So I actually like that. It's actually a pretty good visual. So now right after that, what are we looking at then? So typically, if a claim drops into a VSRs or an RVSRs bucket, once the VSR or the RVSR take action, any kind of action on that claim at all, that evening, it will go back up to the National Work Queue cloud, okay? So if there was a duty to assist error and it needed to be corrected, then they would put in that notice and then it would go back up to the cloud and then it would get worked as it came back down or as it dropped. 
That's why a lot of veterans get confused. My buddy lives next door to me and he filed a claim on this date and I filed a claim two days before him. He's already got results back on his. Where, where are my results? And it just all depends on what stations work in your claim. It makes sense when you hear it, but I know when you're first going through the process, that doesn't make sense. But now that the way you cleared it up, that actually makes a lot of sense. And what's the difference between an R, I heard you say R and a B. What's the difference between those two? The veteran service representative, they're the ones that do the development, okay? And with the development, that's typically your service treatment records, your service personnel file, things like that are already in the record when they get it. That's done between Janesville and the time it goes to VSR. But they go through the records. And in some stations, the VSR is the one that requests an examination if, if applicable, except for complex exams. But the VSR is actually the one that does the development and they follow 38 CFR part three. That's their development guide. Then the RVSR is the rating veteran service representative. They're the ones that actually take the 38 CFR part four and apply law and make a decision on your claim based on the evidence of record. Oh, that's cool. And I know a lot of people get confused between, they call rating specialists adjudicators. A rating specialist is not an adjudicator. The adjudication process comes after the rater makes a decision on it. It's well thought through and it's well set up, the process, and it's checks and balances. So the RVSR checks the VSR's work. The adjudicator checks the RVSR's work. The adjudicator is also one that double checks the effective date of the award. They're also the one that finalizes any kind of paperwork. So if you get a grant and you're getting compensation, they're the ones that finalize all of that. And then they're the ones that issue the funds as well. Gotcha. As we're learning now, as a veteran, you're going through all this, you get a little impatient. All of a sudden you decide that you're going to go ahead and make a call to the 1-800 number, or you're going to make a call to the White House hotline thinking that that's going to speed them up, but that actually doesn't do that, does it? No, actually, when you do that, it has the potential to slow the process down. And not because the VA wants to be vindictive, but because they pull your file down and they look at what's going on in your claim, and then it goes back to the cloud. And it can affect your position in the cloud when it drops. So I always advise veterans to only use that in case of emergency. You know, it's been a couple months, you haven't heard anything on a CMP exam or you haven't heard any movement on your claim, you're checking va.gov, and you haven't seen any movement with it, then I would say, okay, go ahead and give them a call. But try not to call them too much or too often because it does affect the process. Oh, I got you. Okay, cool. That's great advice. I, I got to remember that while we talk about this with veterans. So yeah. Now, after that stage that you're talking about there, we're talking about a whole nother stage that we go to, right? Um, from the rating specialist? Yes. Yeah, that's when it goes to an adjudicator. An adjudicator checks, basically crosses all the T's and dots all the I's. Um, and then if there's any kind of compensation that needs to be awarded, then they will issue that award. However, if it's over a certain amount, then they still need to get the Veterans Service Center manager to approve that amount. So that process can even take a little bit longer. Veterans Service Center manager is usually a pretty busy person and having to review claims is not a I'm not going to say it's not high on their priority list, but it's they've got other things that they need to do as well as that. Oh, yeah. It's all well-oiled machines. So, of course, if they're going in a different direction, it could sit there for a little bit. And what we're talking about is somebody that says probably in the ballpark of what we call a holy grail, zero to 100, those are going to be the ones that actually need to be approved, right? Yeah, those. And back in the day, it was the Nehmer Project with Vietnam veterans being awarded for Agent Orange Exposure. 
you'd see checks of quite a nominal amount going out. Typically, I want to say it's anything over 25000 has to be approved by the Veterans Service Center manager. Wow. Okay. But, yeah. but I'm not 100% sure on that number. If that's a number, then yeah, that could mean all kinds of different situations, yeah. um, especially yeah. if you've been waiting on a claim for a while. Yeah. And if you're looking at backlog and you're looking at those appeal claims, any type of appeal claim can take quite a while. Just the process in itself takes a while. And that's excluding with the AMA, the Appeals Modernization Act. That's excluding that supplemental and that that HLR lanes, which in my mind was brilliant for the VA to come up with that. People make mistakes. I never did as a rating specialist, but other people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and when the process works, when it's functioning properly and it's working properly, back when I submitted claims, back before I got to where I was at 100%, claims could take two, three years for a simple claim. And now it's streamlined. Now, I should also say that regional offices have time and queue requirements. So a claim can only sit in a queue for so long or in a bucket for so long before there has to be some kind of action taken on that claim. All right. And those are very closely monitored. In fact, that's one of the jobs I had as management with the VA was checking those time and queue and making sure people were taking action on their claims. So there is a time and queue requirement, which was set forth. I want to say it was done by Congress and it was between the VA and Congress that they would. And that is supposed to help speed up the process. Right. But keep in mind that there are all kinds of variables. What did you claim? How many contentions did you submit or how many issues did you submit? Which offices work in my claim? Which rating specialists work in my claim? Is the rating specialist on vacation, which could affect. So there's a lot of variables that can cause a delay. Was there a duty to assist there? Did I not fill out my 5103 notice saying that I've submitted all my evidence? There's all kinds of things that can delay a claim. Did I submit private medical records and now the VA needs to go request those private medical records? So keep all that in mind when you're submitting your claim. You definitely want to do a fully developed claim and make sure all that evidence is right along with the claim. So it helps to not delay the process. That's great advice. And guys, I want you to realize that he's not only been part of that process, now he's part of this process. Veterans that came through the process, like I didn't know all this backstory stuff. I didn't know about these buckets and how the lines actually keep moving. So it throws me off a little bit. When I think about that, that's probably great advice, Daryl. We need to actually take account for that because these are human beings and they are there to help, but they're also, they have a process they got to do. Just like we have a process if we're building a brick wall, there's a process for that. If you're rebuilding your carburetor in your vet, there's a process for that. So we got to remember that kind of stuff as we look at this. And yes, it's easy to get impatient but we still need to really think about it and just slow down just a little bit. What is your thing that you've always told veterans as they're going through the process with, they have a claim already in the mix. What's a good thing that you like to do? For them to be patient and let's start developing our next claim. It gives you that time to develop, to get yourself to the doctor, get seen for what your next claim is going to be. Make sure you're building that medical evidence. Medical evidence wins claims. That's the bottom line. And I didn't understand that before before I became a rating specialist or before I went to work for the VA. I always cursed the VA. I, I never understood the process, just like most veterans don't. I never understood the process. I would get frustrated. I would get upset. I would blame the rating specialist. Or I would blame the VSR. And it's easy to do, but just understand that a lot of times they're not out to deny you just because they can deny you. In fact, the rating specialists have a credo 
grant if you can, deny if you must. So they will, especially the ones I work with, they will try everything they can to get you service connected before they have to deny you. And that's actually, I was an instructor for the VA also, and I taught VSRs and RVSRs, and that's what I taught them. So on the veteran side of the house, being patient is key. Hurry up and wait. We've all been taught that's the military way. When you're counting on this or you're hoping for this, be patient. Be patient. Submit everything you can. Submit all your medical evidence up front. Don't delay the process. Be patient and start developing your next claim or your next three claims. I love that. That's great advice. Said because it keeps you moving. I mean, you're probably not too worried about, hey, look, that claim's taken a month, two months to go through because you're already working on your next stuff. So I love that idea. Hey, Daryl, I want to thank you for coming by. I know when I get in trouble with a question, Daryl is the one I go to. Daryl is the one that goes, puts his arm around me and goes, hey, buddy, I got you. This is what you need to do. This is how you fix it. And it's always been like that. And I remember the first time I met Daryl, I was already running the team. And they told me when Daryl comes in, I want you to run him through some processes to see how he does. So it was the very first phone call with a veteran. He actually showed me what he had. And I remember telling my boss at that time, hey, I don't need to tell that guy anything. He's already got it. (laughs) So we always made the joke about Yeah, I got to train Daryl for about three seconds, and (laughs) Daryl showed me that he knew a lot more than I did right off the bat. So that was a lifetime ago. That was a lifetime ago. That's awesome. But now, guys, if you want to work with Daryl, make sure you get a hold of us or go ahead and sign up. You'll see that in all the show notes. Make sure you're asking for Daryl McDonald, and he's going to get you through this. Okay. He is one shot sharp cat, okay? Brothers and sisters, we come to that time where I need to say goodbye. Get ready. We got some other special events coming up, and I really look forward to meeting up with some of you guys when I'm out on the road here. Love you guys. Talk to you later. This is Doc out. VA claims process is a pain. Many veterans struggle for years trying to increase their ratings or even getting rated at all. Most are not getting the compensation they deserve. Here at VA Claims Insider, we've supported and educated more than 25,000 veterans to win their claims and increase their rating. Now it's your turn. Schedule your free VA claim discovery call today by going to docontheroad.com, linked in our show notes. You'll learn what gaps you need to fill and how to increase your rating.